Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's Trivia Night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include lean prices, laughing out loud, high five, and eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spend quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now, back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. All right, thanks for making us a part of your weekend. Anything, of course, can happen on this show, including the invasion of wrestling talk in hour number one here in that last segment. We do appreciate Jack Swagger joining us, former world champion, joining us a little early today so he can get on his flight to Memphis for that show tomorrow. But we will go an entire hour talking about wrestling starting at 11, as we do each and every week. But also every week on the show, we're joined by the Memphis Grizzlies writer for the Memphis Flyer. His name is Kevin Light, but he joins us every Saturday for some Kevin Sanity. <laughs> Come on! Sanity. Half amazing and all Grizzly. Holy cow! Good morning, Light. How are you? Light, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, yeah. Sorry, we're having... Technical CJ's got to put you on today because screen looks like CJ. It looks like it's working. I don't know. We got some live technical issues, but it just doesn't have anybody on this. It doesn't have anybody on. All right, uh, life is back. Uh, the NBA season is over. Grizzlies are looking forward to the draft. Uh, LeBron's going to be a free agent. Tell me the deal that the Grizzlies can pull to get LeBron to come to Memphis. <laughs> um, the four and Chandler Parsons and Mark Gasol and Mike Conley and uh, you know. Probably half the rest of the team for LeBron, and we have to like change the name of the team to the LeBrons or something. Yeah, which you know, if, if naming the, rights. If if the lottery had gone the right way in two thousand three, and the Grizzlies had gotten the number one pick instead of the number two pick, you know, we might be looking at a Memphis LeBron situation right now. Anyway, right? There could be a real one going on because you think really <laughs> that is that's a, that is a bizarre alternate history to look at, though. Like if the Grizzlies would have got the number one pick. Uh, which they were so close, right? Because they jumped up in the lottery and that they had the two, but you had to forfeit that Carmelo Anthony, what ended up being Carmelo Anthony, to Denver due to some bad trades in the past. But if so they it was way worse than that, it was they went to Detroit and it was Darko. Right, 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 right. That's well, yeah, that's exa- yeah. But the <laughs> <laughs> um, oh geez, that is true. But we would have, I would assume, the, the Grizzlies got to keep it. They would have taken Carmelo Anthony, right? I would think. That's who they would have got if they kept their number two pick. Anyway. I would think so, yeah. Right. If, if they already had Pau Gasol, they're not taking Darko Milicic. 
Right. So, um, but that still, I mean, that would have been exciting, right? Some buzz or whatever. Melo is what he is. But if they would have got the number one pick and had LeBron James in that in that draft. Then you, uh, LeBron plays for the Grizzlies for a couple years, probably leaves, still goes to Miami, right? But then he also probably still has this connection with Cleveland where he may leave Miami to go to Cleveland. Let's say the Miami thing may not have happened because he may have been itching to go to Cleveland then, you know. He might have. First time. So, yeah, he could have gone to, well, I don't know. There was something about him playing with D. Wade and, you know, he wanted to have the friends and at his age wanted to go hang out on South Beach and something about that. But, no, you're right. He could have gone to Cleveland. You're also talking about putting LeBron James on a team that already had Pau Gasol on it. Um, And, you know, maybe maybe it's a situation where they're able to do a lot more than his Cavaliers teams where, you know, he got the Cavaliers to the finals basically by himself with some, some pretty subpar supporting cast. I think the Grizzlies, as they were, you know, maybe they would have been able to put some better players around him with Jerry West kind of calling the shots. And, and that's, you know, it's a, it's a, that's a huge what if. Uh, that's a really interesting hypothetical to explore, I think. But yeah, there's, I mean, Jerry, with Jerry West, who never really uh, lived up to his reputation in Memphis, but he didn't really, you have to have, like, I think he, he excels when he has, you know, all the cards, when he has some type of an advantage, right? And if he had, right. if he had LeBron James, I think he would be able to pull off some deals and, and, and maybe even enhance the team even more. But anyway, so, but in this hypothetical where you can always, we know he would have left Memphis, right? He would have left Memphis and gone somewhere because he left his hometown to go to Miami. Yeah. So he would have left Memphis yeah. whether he went to Cleveland or Miami or then Miami. And then now he, in my scenario, I still think he leaves Memphis. He goes to Miami and then he goes to uh, Cleveland for the hometown stuff, gets the championship to Cleveland. And now he's thinking, you know what? I really like my time in Memphis. We never won a championship in Memphis when I was there. Who knows? He might have, right? Like you said, that team was a pretty good team and who knows what would have happened. But he's like, I'm going to come back to Memphis and win a championship there. So I have my Miami championship. I've got my Cleveland championship. I'm going to go back to my original franchise, win a title there in that small market team. I really enjoyed uh, hanging out there on, on the bluff and barbecue fest was awesome. So I'm going back. I could see that happening. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun mental scenario to run through. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to me that, that we may see him end up on his, his third team this summer or where, you know, the options of, Pretty much every option of where he might go is extremely interesting. So I, I, so this is how this, this is how we can still pull off a LeBron thing then. To get LeBron, so. and to get LeBron in Memphis, we've just got to get the time turner from the Avengers movie, <laughs> and we got to turn back time a little bit and try to, to to rig that lottery from back in the day, and that's how we get LeBron here. It's the only way. The only way. So, LeBron, do you think? So, where do you think LeBron's going? That's obviously the conversation we usually talk about. The Grizzlies here. We uh, in in this segment, the NBA Finals it ended last night. It, it was a sweep. It's got to be frustrating for LeBron. He's already got Cleveland their championship. Uh, he's got all the power in the world to control his destiny, and uh, I, I think he just seems like somebody who is let's go have fun somewhere else. And and uh, Cleveland can't be that mad at him. So, I think he possibly. I think he's leaving. What do you think's happening? Yeah, I think he's leaving too. I mean, he's got them their championship. He uh, obviously uh, number one the way the owner reacted when the uh, when he left in the first place, but number two the I mean just the continued kind of political outspokenness of LeBron versus the political outlook of their owner. Um, you know, there's a lot of reasons for him. There's a lot of reasons that would point to uh, him making an exit this summer. Um, 
you know, I think both of the L.A. teams are kind of intriguing landing spots for him. There's a lot been made of the fact that he has two houses in the L.A. area now. Um, <laughs> uh, which, you know, I guess if I had that much money, I probably would too. Um, you know, if DeAndre Jordan opts out and, and he loves Doc Rivers, so, you know, it's not impossible that the Clippers might get into the conversation too. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of talk of the 76ers. I think that, that would probably be the most fun. But, you know, Matt Moore was saying something on Twitter the other Matt Moore, I guess, of the Action Network now, formerly of CBS, uh, was pointing out, you know, if you're LeBron and you're 33 and you're looking at where you want to go, like, do you really want to – NBA teams have to spend a lot of time putting up with each other and a lot of time together and a lot of time hanging out. If you're LeBron, do you really want to go hang out on a team with a bunch of, like, 22-year-olds for an entire NBA year? Maybe not. Um, you know, I <laughs> That would be an interesting landing spot to see him play with Embiid, see him play with Ben Simmons. Um, but, uh, yeah, does he want to go to a team that's that young? I don't know. Um, but the, those are kind of the L.A. team, the Sixers, those are kind of the two that are the most intriguing to me. Uh, I'm sure there are other teams that are going to try to clear max space and make a run at him. Uh, maybe he'll play for the veteran minimum in Houston. Who knows? I, I, the thing that I would most like to see is LeBron play in the West. I mean, it would be terrible for the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies. Let's be honest. Who knows what's going to happen next year, anyway? So, the, from a Grizzlies perspective, you can't really worry about that. I want to see LeBron in the West. I want to see LeBron determined to take off to, to take down the Warriors from from the West. Right? Uh, I, I just don't think there's a team in the East that he can get to that would beat them, other than other than maybe Boston and and. You know, he's not going to go play with Kyrie Irving again. So it's going to be a really interesting summer. Going to the West uh, would not be good for the Grizzlies. And it could even be, imagine this, imagine if he goes to the West and then the schedule shakes up where he's, that's one of those few teams that only visits FedEx Forum one time. Because, you know, everybody in the Western Conference uh, gets like two visits from the the teams in the Western Conference, except like three teams every year don't come. uh, But once, because of how the schedule shakes up. And just watch with the Grizzlies' luck that the year that LeBron moves to the West, he still only comes to FedEx for him one time. Because the only positive, really, of LeBron being in the West would be that you'd get two LeBron games right. at, at the Grindhouse instead of just the one. But Yeah, they, they were extreme. I know uh, the Grizzlies, especially the business side of the Grizzlies, were really upset when they had opening night against Cleveland at home. Uh, because like opening night is a guaranteed sellout, and LeBron is a guaranteed sellout. They just took away one of their guaranteed sellouts during the regular season. Right, which is uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, what so in the? Do you think at the end of LeBron's career he'll have more houses or more championship rings? That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> people have made a lot of of his kind of record in the finals. I think what is he three and six or something like that in the finals? But I mean, I I just to be in the finals eight years in a row on two different teams like. Uh, it, it, it's insane what we're watching happen with this one guy. I mean, if you, if you if you have watched LeBron over the past 10 seasons and you still don't think that he's in the conversation uh, for greatest player of all time with guys like Jordan, with guys like Kareem, I mean, if, you, if you've watched him the last 10 years and you still don't think that, like, you should just go back to watching college basketball. And, and what he did, in particular this year, I think, uh, adding that legacy. That's kind of why I want him to stay in the East. I want him to stay in the East so he can continue to add to this record because I think if he's in the East, he's going to the finals. Of course, that does make it less impressive. 
I guess, because we consider that. But Boston is getting better. The, the Sixers are getting better, so it's it's less of a guarantee, but an easier route to the finals, I think, than going against the Golden State Warriors, at least for the next couple of years. Yeah, and, and especially with Houston where it is, right? I mean, it, it right. seems pretty locked in that like Houston's probably the only team that can actually handle the Warriors in the West right now. Uh, and it looks to be the same thing going into next year, unless there's some big shakeups, right? I mean, Durant could lead the Warriors, I guess, but that seems unlikely. Um, it, it, it's really, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes and what that does to the, the balance of power in the West and what that does to the balance of power in the, in the league. It's, it's, this is, LeBron summers are, are always really fascinating summers. The summer of LeBron. It's only going to continue to, to, to heat up following the NBA draft. So next Saturday, Leip, is, is, would be our, our show, our draft preview show next week. So you've got to bring it with uh, some great analysis and trade scenarios and all of that stuff. We will talk about the draft next Saturday because it will be the Saturday uh, before the NBA draft. And coming up uh, on NBA draft night, uh, if you are a Grizzlies fan and you want to watch the draft, I will be at Memphis Maids Taproom. We have trivia there every single Thursday, but it's an annual tradition that we have Grizzlies trivia and the Memphis Grizzlies uh, team up with us and they give us some cool prizes to give away uh, for Grizzlies trivia. So we'll have Grizzlies trivia along with the draft on the big screen there at Memphis Maids Taproom in Cooper Young. Of course, the draft starts in the, at 6. We'll start the trivia around 7 after the Grizzlies make their uh, number 4 selection. So you can get more information. Go to CerritoTrivia.com or find us on Facebook search for Cerrito Trivia. So that is draft night. We are getting closer to the draft on June 21st. Uh, the place to watch it. There's multiple watch parties happening, but one you should consider is Memphis Maids Tap Room. That's where I will be. We'll have so many prizes. We'll have it on the TV with the sound and a bunch of cool Grizzlies fans out there. Food truck on site, of course, is a pizza place next door that you can eat from and uh, some of Memphis's best beer uh, there on draft night. Grizzlies Trivia and Draft Party on June 21st at Memphis Maid. All right, uh, every week, when we, not only do we talk about the Memphis Grizzlies with Kevin Light, but we also like to talk about what's trending right now at MemphisFlyer.com. Let's do that. Trending, trending, trending. Trending with Light. So Light's other job at the Flyer is being the digital manager. So he tracks how many hits my wrestling stories get and uh, as well as everything else. What's trending right now? Well, that's what that I wanted to kind of start with. That how much have, have we? I don't even remember. Have we talked about the fact that you are now a uh, world famous wrestling blogger? Right, <laughs> world famous. Well, I think we we mentioned it briefly when you're on your big return two weeks, two or three weeks ago, whenever that was. But yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's not necessarily a turning story this week, but I, I would encourage folks out there listening. Uh, you know, Kevin is doing a pretty good job of writing um, wrestling coverage for the Memphis Flyer. That's very kind of Memphis centric. Uh, kind of fits in with the flyer voice. Um, you know, traffic numbers from the first month or two have been pretty good. So yeah, go check that out. Um, oh, I appreciate the, that. I was, I was just half joking trying to do a plug at the same time, but I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. If you won't plug, if you won't plug yourself, I'll, I'll plug you for you. Um, you know, I, there's not really any one story this week that's, that's really jumped out. We've had two or three that are, uh, all pretty interesting. Uh, the first one is that, you know, Representative State Rep. Uh, Diane Black is running for governor, and she blamed school shootings on the availability of pornography in grocery stores. Um, so our intrepid reporter, Chris Davis, actually just went out to a bunch of grocery stores and tried to see if he could buy uh, pornographic magazines. It turns out that you can't, but you can buy a whole bunch of gun magazines. Oh, wow. Um, oh, so wow. Yeah, that is. That's that is. an interesting story worth 
checking out. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> like that is like the the totally like she fell into that one. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, apparently, that's not actually true that you can you can buy those magazines at a grocery store, but you sure can buy like uh, giant glossy magazines full of uh, assault rifles. That is. Um, Oh geez, that is the oh my goodness! You're talking about fake news being spread out there. It's the opposite. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> and it makes no sense. Like the porn thing made no sense to begin with, but then you go yeah. and and it's gun magazines. Not even true. Maybe yeah, she meant gun porn. Maybe she meant gun porn. It's it's possible there is a lot of uh, gun porn available in grocery stores, but um, so that's one story that's a big deal. And then the other big story that is that is done really well for us is this Lamar Avenue. Um, huge chunk of federal money to to improve Lamar, um, which is that's a huge deal. I don't, I'm not necessarily sure that kind of your average uh, like random midtown flyer reader understands how big of a deal that is for the city. But in terms of like industry, in terms of the all those warehouses, in terms of the distribution and logistics kind of hub factor for Memphis, that is a big deal because um, you know for a long time that has been a main trucking route out the south side of the city and it's been in terrible shape um and, and kind of expanding that and, and up improving that is going to make it so much easier for um people to travel that part of the city what are they going to uh, do what are they going to do just make the roads think, better yeah so basically you know lamar once you get into mississippi it turns into it used to be highway 78 but now it's interstate 22 all the way to birmingham uh, but it, it's not finished, so it, it kind of hits the Memphis city limits and just turns into a four-lane road. Um, so there's a ton of truck traffic. The road is always torn up, but there's a bunch of red lights. It backs up really bad, and, and it's all truck traffic, right? So what needs to happen is it needs to be upgraded to a to a highway, basically, with you know interchanges and, and that kind of thing, instead of just a bunch of red lights and four-way stops with all these tractor trailers. Uh, it's okay, been yeah. years in the making. They've been trying to get the money together for it, and finally, this big federal grant has come through. Um, that that's going to help help them get started on it. I mean, it's going to be a multi-year huge project, but uh, it's 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 time has come um, for Lamar to be upgraded. And you know, eventually, I think what's going to happen eventually is it's going to be Interstate 22 and connect to 240, where Lamar hits 240. But that's that to me, that's a long way off. Um, but this is—it's a huge deal for the city. It's, it's going to be a big deal and a big project. That—that uh, th- that may be like people will avoid getting on Poplar. I don't mind driving on Poplar. People will avoid uh, best they can, you know, being on Germantown Parkway or something. But my least favorite street really is Lamar. Like those stoplights and stuff. If I'm going down to like, I think there's got to be a better way to get to Birmingham. There's got to be a better way to get yeah. to Tupelo. There's got to be, but there's not. We have to go that way. And yeah, there's not. And that stretch of Lamar is just so frustrating. It's always like, I'm like, these these lights, are, are they always red? Like, when do they turn green? What is happening? Uh, Terrible. So, yeah. so that is that is good news. And I, I am shocked here as we hit the 11 o'clock hour that we are going to wrap this up not talking about uh, one Stormy Daniels who will be here in Memphis. <laughs> you know, I just didn't even want to go near that. Uh, but, yes, that that's the other – that is the third trending story on the Memphis Flyer website. Uh, Stormy Daniels has been making a uh, – let's call it publicity tour um, <laughs> of adult establishments. And she will be, as I think it's the pony. She's going to be in town uh, for her tour. It's not, uh, someone asked me if it was her a tour. book tour. Uh, <laughs> the answer is, the answer is not exactly. Um, yeah. So that's, that's interesting. I mean, hey. uh, more power to her for making some money off of her 15 minutes of fame, I guess. 
it's not really uh not really my scene, but maybe it's yours, so go check it out. Come on, life. No, look, if if uh sixty minutes welcomed her on to sixty minutes, I think we can welcome her to Memphis as well. And I hear forty five dollars oh, gets yeah. you the tre- the presidential treatment. What does? Forty five dollars. Yeah. Forty five dollars. Oh. What the president would <laughs> So, uh, CJ, I know CJ, what, that was good one. we will be talking more about this, and this might be the theme of CJ's movie trailer one week here because she's she's arriving June eighteenth, June eighteenth. So you can start writing that one, CJ. That week is you're going to have to decide: is your movie trailer going to be about the Grizzlies or Stormy Daniels? I think Stormy Daniels uh, would be fascinating. She is a movie star, but she's coming to the Pony Life. Thank you so much for joining us. We will talk to you next week. Draft preview, draft preview next Saturday. I guess I'm going to have to start researching. Yeah. You got to figure it out. <laughs> What's the fourth pick? There's only like five or six names you need to know. All right. Yep. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Kevin. That is Kevin Light. Kevin Light from the Flyer. Follow him at Flyer Grizz blog. That is Grizz with only one Z. And read his stuff at MemphisFlyer.com. We'll be right back. We're talking wrestling on the radio when we come back. Hey, SmackDown's in Memphis on Tuesday. What? You're listening to Street Alive here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Kevin Cerrito here reminding you that nobody talks wrestling on the radio like me and my tag team partner, Dustin Starr, every Saturday at 11 a.m. on Sports 56. Don't believe me? Ask WWE Hall of Famer, Handsome Jimmy Valiant. From Memphis, baby. Oh, messy. Booga, booga, man. Feel good. Hey, baby, I want to tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare. Miss Fox 56 W A Radio with Dustin Starr and your truly Kevin DeRoto. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-ops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday Funday at Laughlin Yard.